0: Welcome to the very first episode of Bachelor, Bachelor. Massacre. I haven't made. Uh, we'll definitely have a sound bite intro. Yeah, some kind of theme song, yeah. some shit. We'll get to or that. Or why don't you
1: put some like effects on like Bachelor Massacre? Oh yeah, you know, yeah. like turn it down real low. Well, I'm
0: probably gonna have already done that on what I just did. By the time people are listening to it, it will have the effects yeah. uh, on there. But yeah, we'll make a we'll make a proper we'll make a proper one. But This is that podcast, Bachelor Massacre, the first episode, technically our sixth, is this our sixth?
1: Yeah, this is episode six, so yeah.
0: Our sixth Bachelor recap of season 25, the season of Matt James. This podcast started as a uh, sort of a bonus feature of my Lurk Mode podcast, but This has been going so well, and it's kind of overshadowed Lurk Mode a little bit, to be honest, so we decided to make its own thing, make it its own thing, and we have done that. So here we are, same podcast that you're used to, I'm still Jay Waves, Mandy Says is still Mandy Says, and the content will be just as as murky and gratuitous as it always is. <laughs> um, but this is now an official Bachelor Recap Podcast with no other affiliations. Make some noise. All right. I mean, technically, dally, dally, dally. It's affiliated with Lurk Mode and Sparse Mansion Media. But anyways, brought you to, get the picture. Brought
1: to you by Sparse, Sparse, <laughs> Sparse, Sparse. Sparse, Sparse Mansion Media. <laughs> I love
0: it. You haven't even been drinking. <laughs> okay, are you ready to dive into this? Any opening thoughts before we get to it?
1: Um, Hmm. I ha- I've i been trying to find out if anything's happened in Bachelor Nation and nothing really stood out to me. So
0: nothing new. I mean, we have skipped nope. over some developments, but nothing new popped up this last week.
1: No, I did read an article that maybe Jason, uh, I think his last name is Foster, the one from Claire's season that when Tasha came, he left.
0: Yeah, that goofball. So
1: I think there's chatter of him trying to, to court her. But we'll see.
0: Oh, now that she's single, now that
1: she's single and ready to mingle, yeah.
0: Wow, he was—he was not ready to mingle <laughs> whatsoever.
1: No. Yeah, I mean, he laid it out for Claire, and he really opened up. So I think he was like so emptied out from that that he was like, she, I can't, I can't. Do she this really, with uh, girl.
0: <laughs> yeah, she really cracked his shell. That's the one where they like, um, they like wrote down stuff and burned it. Yeah, and, like he, th- she burned her like wedding dress or. What did she, she burned some dress that had some significant meaning to her. She
1: burned a dress that she wore, I think when, the guy proposed to her, or some some kind of not, but not the guy. That no, that was the Winter Games. Not the guy. yeah, not
0: the Winter Games guy. Oh, that's my the first time. Make some noise for the first time. <laughs> Mandy says has acknowledged that Winter Games exists. That's awesome. No, not that guy. She she kept stressing that she had been in an abusive relationship before coming back to yeah the Bachelor. So I, I'm assuming it had something to do with that and her sort of letting that relationship go and you know admitting to herself that she was good enough and all that. But that was a very emotional night for that guy. And I guess it really did uh, mm-hmm. do, something, do something for him. Can you see those two together? She might just want a loyal puppy at this point.
1: I mean, I And that's what that dude would be. I really liked him for her. I was very disappointed when she went for Dale because I thought Jason genuinely cared for her and he just seemed a little bit more mature uh, and put and together.
0: And kind of doofy.
1: Oh, totally doofy. <laughs> totally doofy.
0: All right, let's let's uh, let's jump into this, okay? Are you ready? Ready. All right, here we go. We start things off at the cocktail party preceding the rose ceremony. The women in their plunging necklines eagerly anticipate the outcome of MJ versus Jasenia, which is being billed as a two-on-one date, even though it's just two women sitting angrily across from each other on couches while a single rose rests ominously on the table. Matt arrives in a well-fitting but simple dark gray suit looking like Gary Groomsman. <laughs> he pulls Jacinia aside first, and she is relatively poised as she calmly explains why she finds herself in this predicament. Sidebar, today I learned that the word is predicament, not per Really? I spelled it per and it was, you know, the red underline came up, and I was like, what the fuck? And so I clicked on it, and it's predicament.
1: pre does anyone say it that I way? I don't think so.
0: <laughs> I really don't think so.
1: I've never said it that way.
0: Yeah, really strange. Anyways, MJ looks heated as she waits. Literally, she is turning bright red. When she, <laughs> when she gets her chance to face Matt, she pulls the emotionally exhausted card and feeds Matt the tears that he uses to keep his lips wet. <laughs> <laughs> Both women get strong, back-of-the-head gripping hugs. Afterwards, Jacenia remains calm while MJ continues to work herself up. Matt paces back and forth in front of a fireplace to let us know that he is conflicted and also that it must be cold in that big-ass building because it is one of many fires we see in this episode. After Matt lets out a total of four whopping sighs, Jacinia gets the rose and MJ is escorted out. So, Mandy, what do you think of that action?
1: Dude, the sighs has to be our drinking game.
0: Dude, he sighed four times.
1: It's so... There's so many.
0: And he he goes... <sighs>
1: I kind of love that the editing and the producers are like, bro, put the size in there. Yeah. Like, you know, they could easily cut that shit out, but they're putting it in there because they want you to see like this guy is really giving it some thought, man. Wow.
0: I wonder if one of the producers like stroked him on that and was like, Matt, we love it when you sigh. It lets the audience know you're thinking. Keep it up.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, man. So this sit down uh, is hilarious. And in my opinion, kind of unnecessary. I feel like the producers are reaching right now. Well, and
0: the girls were calling it a two on one. I'm like, this is not a date. Yeah. You know what I mean? This isn't a two on one. This is just some fucking just some little squabble shit. I don't know. I don't know what the fuck it is.
1: Yeah. Yeah. But so first Matt sits with Jasenia. And Yesenia has like given him the news, dude. She's just like, <laughs> she's like, this is a full report of all the things that have happened. Here are all my facts and figures. <laughs> and then you see like, it's like almost yeah, she's like, like a
0: CPA in real life. Dude, like- <laughs> it's
1: crazy. And then like, you just see Mac nodding his head and like writing things down and like making mental notes. And then, and then we like cut to him and MJ and MJ's like, you know, I'm like, I just. What does she say? Peace and harmony. Yeah, dude. I'm always preaching pre- peace and harmony, and I'm trying to lead by example. And like, but he doesn't even hit her hard. He's always. He's just like, yeah, I know. And I was so confused because that's not the MJ I've seen. I'm like, bro, you're going way easy on her for having just heard. This full report that Jasenia just gave you.
0: No, but when she was describing the peace and harmony to him, he legit looked confused. I mean, he looked confused, like also like really, bitch, mm-hmm. Are you really about that peace and harmony? But yeah, I mean, he he really is he's a softy.
1: Yeah, and you can tell he's into MJ. So I think he didn't dig hard enough because he still wanted to maintain some kind of like image of her in his head, hmm. maybe. Um, and you're
0: not smoking weed when you thought that? That's that's just your sweet demeanor deciding that he just wanted to see the best in her.
1: Yeah, I think so. Cause he's like, I don't know, she probably makes a move a little for him. So that
0: was hard.
1: You know, he probably I do think
0: she's I think she's a babe.
1: Oh, she's a total babe. Sidebar, we all know her outfit was fucking awesome. I personally
0: thought she was killing it in that thing, yes. Did
1: you see her legs? Yeah, they were nice. They're like amazing. Yeah. And her like her like quad muscles. Dude, when
0: he was walking her to the fucking car, I was like, holy shit, that's a bad bitch.
1: Dude, a <laughs> combination of that and then her little like mantra being like, hold on, you to fluff my hair. I forgot who I am for a second. I had a weak bitch moment yeah, right had now. a weak bitch moment. And I need to like, I need to get back. I had a weak bitch moment, but I'm back. Had a moment, you're allowed to have a moment, but bring it back. And I'm like, dude, a combination of that and her thighs. I'm like, I know you're a hairstylist, but can I hire you as my personal trainer? Because, like, that's the kind of energy I need.
0: Bachelor Massacre. Sidebar, why have we not talked about Maggie's super 90s crucifix choker?
1: Oh my God. <gasps> she has
0: been rocking that thing. And I've been listening to this 90210 recap. Uh, shout out to again with this. And, um, They've been talking about Brenda uh, and her chokers. Um, and I think in one of the episodes recently, Donna had like a crucifix choker. It's just like, it's so fucking 90s. It's so funny that Maggie is rocking that shit.
1: That's back though. That's all. That whole look is back.
0: I just love thinking, uh, I was going to say something about like Maggie being foreign and shit just because she has an accent. I mean, she probably lives in the United States. I'm going to delete that part.
1: Um. <laughs> She's not. She's only been here since 2007, I think. Oh, she's damn, from, you did she's some from, research. She's from, she's from Ethiopia. Ethiopia. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, she moved here fairly young. Yeah, she's not been here that long.
0: Okay, well, fuck Um uh, I'll probably edit out all that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, moving on. Jasenia walks in and the women seem sort of pleased, though Chelsea looks pissed, further cementing her as one of the next in line to inherit the title of Mean Girl. Matt bails on the cocktail party and the women clutch their pearls and touch their eyebrows with exasperation. Needing someone to blame for this new development, the women immediately turn on each other, singling out Katie as the seed that planted all this toxicity talk. Ryan starts to lose it, and her and Michelle go outside and scream into the void. (laughs) We head to the rose ceremony, with seven roses remaining. Three women will be going home. The emotional strain of Matt's hotness seems to be overwhelming as the contestants swoon uncontrollably. Matt holds his final rose of the night aloft like Excalibur and brings it down upon the mighty Serena Sea. I kind of went from like Knights of the Round Table to like a pirate thing because like <laughs> Serena Sea, it just sounds like a, like a fucking pirate name. Um... You know, kind of an uneventful rose ceremony really, if you think about it. Um, Is it me or do Britney's lips just keep getting bigger? (laughs) I swear they showed her profile right before the rose ceremony. She had like a yellow top on. I'm like, she's slowly becoming a duck? (laughs) (laughs) Because her lips were like reaching out.
1: Yeah, I think she just keeps glossing them and maybe they look bigger. And
0: the layers just keep accumulating because they are really popping out.
1: Yeah, that reminds me, you ever see the movie First Wives Club? no oh my god i think it's goldie hahn and like one of the opening scenes is her getting her lips filled and she's like fill them up <laughs> her lips are like fucking humongous
0: <laughs> and that's kind of what she looks like in real life too so that was probably real
1: but yeah this rose ceremony honestly no surprises i i knew maggie was going home i was pretty sure serena c was actually gonna go home i'm surprised he kept her but yeah i had a feeling that these um these three were gonna go we lost uh we lost Maggie, Brittany, and Ryan. And then going into the rose ceremony, Jasenia, Abigail, Kit, and Rachel, they all had, had roses already. Yep. yep. So um, so who
0: got rosed up?
1: Serena P., Michelle, Piper, Brie, Chelsea, Serena C. Ooh, yep. I just realized that was a Serena sandwich. <laughs> that, was, that was. That
0: was a Serena sandwich. A
1: Serena palindrome. You know
0: somebody got hype on that. <laughs> When they were uh, telling him what order to pick them in, he was like, "You're gonna do Serena P first. You're gonna do Serena C last, and all the other bitches in the middle."
1: I was getting the uh, the Jennifer Love Hewitt vibes from Serena P. This dude,
0: totally. Yeah, she kind of acts like her too. Almost, yeah, like
1: a little bubbly and aloof. Yeah, totally.
0: Yeah. Like, and like a man with a hook hand is gonna come kill her. <laughs> 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 or not with a hook hand, just clutching a clutching a giant hook. I had actually forgot all about Brie because I guess she's like not really talking shit and she's not really doing anything worth noting. So like they didn't even show her because when they, yeah. beforehand, because when they showed her at the rose ceremony, she had this like bright green dress on. Her uh-huh. And I was like, oh, holy shit, Brie, like where yeah. you been? Like didn't even really remember she existed.
1: Yeah, she didn't really get much airtime last episode, maybe even the one before. Um, I think
0: she's just not doing anything of note.
1: Yeah. Well, and I guess other storylines are have more in, in anxiety. Not anxiety. I guess more other storylines have more uh, just drama. And- I like
0: anxiety though. Let's go with that. Because Bree's not very anxiety inducing because I guess she's just um, chill. very chill. Matt literally looked surprised as he gave Katie the rose. It's like he was like surprised himself that he was giving it to her. He was like, <laughs> Katie, like I guess I'm giving this to you. Poor Katie, poor Katie. Oh man, we'll talk about Katie later. I like when Brittany left. She like laugh cried her way off. She was like, ah, 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 ah. she like yeah. totally like just kind of like didn't know what to do. And when Maggie, I guess Maggie hasn't talked to him in so long that if she walked up to him, she Ma- goes, "Hey, how are you?"
1: You know, she's. She's new to our customs.
0: But she was—I mean, she was leaving. She was like, "Hey, how you doing?" I, like, I mean, nobody, <laughs> no one in Bachelor history has uh, has ever done that. And poor Ryan, she was just uh, the hottest of was, messes. She, she just couldn't hang anymore. She
1: was really upset. I felt bad for her.
0: Yeah, but you know what? Like, she didn't really have much skin in the game. Like, yeah. you know, she didn't deserve to be crying that much. I'm saying, like,
1: everyone deserves to feel their feelings.
0: Okay, you're right. You're right. But,
1: you're right. but. I agree that it was a little dramatic considering the fact that there hasn't she hasn't been able to spend that much time to get to know him and, and really get to know him.
0: That's fair. But she'll
1: definitely be uh I think she's B I P material.
0: Um, okay. We'll see. We'll see. She's she's not at the top of my list, or she's not a definite for me, but uh she's got potential. But mm-hmm. we'll see how the rest of the her rest of the season pans out to find out who the true ones are. But we both agree that Maggie and MJ uh, have cemented their status on there
1: oh yeah for sure
0: all right move it on chris comes through in a very soft suede forest green jacket to drop off the next date card piper gets the one-on-one serena c decides she needs someone to punish since she has had very little time with matt she and her sexy athleisure march up to katie's room for a confrontation The argument starts out relatively tamely, but soon the women are talking with their hands, and then their hands begin to scream. (laughs) Serena attempts to make it stick that Katie is not there for the right reasons. In which case, the reason must be to just start trouble, since Katie obviously has no brand besides being vibrator girl. (laughs) Meanwhile, the other girls are having a sleepover in front of the fireplace and doing quizzes from Seventeen Magazine. Katie and Serena C.'s fight continues downstairs as we cut to an exterior shot of former contestant from Colton's season, Heather Martin, pulling up in a white minivan like she'd just finished softball practice at the local high school. She asked the security guard to fetch her Chris Harrison, now in an extra soft forest green vest. Apparently former contestant and former bachelorette, Hannah B., has gotten Heather all worked up about Matt, and Heather is now inquiring if she can crash the set to meet Matt in person. Her and Chris yell at each other from a more than safe social distance as Chris tells her that he will have to look into it. A wide shot from a security camera shows a visible cameraman and a boom mic operator reminding us that what we are watching is indeed a bullshit television show. (laughs) What do you think about all this drama? What about Piper getting the one-on-one?
1: I was surprised about that. I was honestly surprised that Piper got it. I thought he would have... I thought it's time for Abigail to get her one-on-one.
0: Definitely. Yo,
1: come on. Give me some more Abigail content.
0: Yeah, we cool. need more. Most of the Abigail content... I wrote poor Abby like five times yeah, during this... Because, I think I
1: did. I've got... yeah. Oh, I wrote Abigail is so fucking cute. Yeah, she's and a
0: popercita, There's no
1: context. It's just... It's just a thought I had.
0: She needs more time. You know, I figured out who Piper reminds me of. She looks like the actress Rachel True, who played uh the love interest in Half Baked.
1: She's oh. kind of got
0: the curls and the same kind of silly little face.
1: Yeah, I haven't seen that movie in a long ass time. You have
0: seen it though, of course.
1: I mean You're... in high school.
0: Sure. But you you saw it. Yeah. Were you full baked when you saw it?
1: No. I was a good girl back then. <laughs> Damn.
0: Disappointing. <laughs> disappointing.
1: What about Katie
0: and Serena's fight?
1: So, I mean, it's it was so hard to navigate and figure out what the fuck was happening <laughs> yeah, in that seriously. conversation. Like, I'm listening to them and I'm like, so what is this fight actually about? So Serena C, what I thought, what I think is, is what it was about. Serena C is confronting Katie about being essentially the whistleblower.
0: That started the whole toxicity and bullying thing, which has led to the drama, which led to Matt. Because I don't know if I said this, uh, Matt canceled the cocktail party. Yeah. Did I I say that? Yes. 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 Yes, and so Serena C is like, well, that was time I could have had with Matt. I need to blame somebody, so right. I'm going to blame Katie for this.
1: Right, right. And I think Serena C just likes to stir the pot, and she's always. I think I named her as one of my like like little baby villains. The, yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, and that's just what she does, right? She likes to kind of stir the pot, and she she was definitely a part of you know the the toxicity and the OGs versus the new girls. So, um. So, yeah, I think that's her trying to make some more drama happen, to yell at Katie because, you know, she thinks she can. But shout out to my girl Katie for holding her own. And just like she just did not back down. Serena C kept trying to like attack her, saying, you're this, you're the arsonist and all this stuff. She didn't call her an
0: arsonist. Yeah,
1: but, you know, I think Katie held her own. And she was like, dude, what you're talking about is like, it's stupid. Like, you're mad at me because I told Matt what was going on in the house. I own what I say, and I meant every word of it. The fact that you're sitting here still trying to, like, attack me is pathetic. Pathetic. If you have a problem with last night, take it up with Matt.
0: And then she, Serena C. cooked up this whole thing about how Katie wasn't there for Matt. And I was thinking to myself, okay, well, if you're there, typically if you're there for the wrong reasons, the wrong reasons translates into I'm here to become a TV star and to promote myself and to promote my brand. Right. And I'm like, Katie is like a bank manager. Like she doesn't have a brand. Yeah. Like she's not on TV. I mean, she might want to be on TV. You know, maybe small town girl wants to get some shine. I mean, I don't fucking know. But like, I don't feel like Katie is there because she's got some agenda that she's trying to bring forth on national television. Television. Right. I think she's actually hype as fuck to be on the show mm-hmm. and wants to get some time to shine. And I mean, like shine like with Matt, you know, get right. to Push up on Matt. So I just think Serena C, like r- resolving it with saying like, oh, you're here for the wrong reasons. You're just here to stir up trouble. Like, I don't really think that's the case at all.
1: Yeah. No one's ever. The, the, yeah, you're right. The wrong reason is never just to cause drama because Like, who does that, you know?
0: Why would you go through all that trouble, spend all that money, quarantine, everything just to fucking stir up a little shit, you know?
1: Yeah. No, you wouldn't. You wouldn't. And, you know, that's the best that Serena C could come up with because there isn't really anything to, to kind of fight her for. But
0: she just wanted to yell at someone. I mean, Serena C, I would say, is the recipient of the longest on the show with the least amount of time with Matt. I don't know that she's ever. I don't. I can't remember them really showing any one on one time with no. her and Matt because I think on as far as the group dates back, the group dates she got You know, Victoria did shit, did this, that, and the other. Cocktail parties have been canceled. I don't think Serena has truly kicked it with Matt yet. Yeah, and I think she's freaking out and she just had to go fucking yell at somebody. Yeah
1: yeah and then she straight up lied she went to the little like pow wow that the girls were having and she was like started talking shit katie comes up and then i think serena c said something like yeah i was just telling them how you were saying how you're not here for the right reason." Oh yeah she
0: was like what like i said
1: that she said oh really i said that when did i say that and i'm like oh my god serena c just lost all credibility you don't have to whisper it's all good i'm just telling them what you told me so which is what That your main focus is not to be with Matt. That's what I told you? That was the gist of it. Okay, well, I obviously said nothing like that, so don't speak on my behalf ever
0: because you're doing a bad job at it. All right, you ready for the one-on-one? Let's do it. Piper shows her interest in Matt by wearing a high mock turtleneck. Matt comes through in a deeply ridged, powerful turtleneck with yellow plaid spilling out of his jacket looking like Billy Burberry. The cuffs on his jeans are as tall as the gate Colton jumped over in season 23. <laughs> Matt has set up a county fair right here in the woods of Nima Colon. They talk about whatever, play games and eat cotton candy. Meanwhile, the other date card arrives and the contestants... Dude, I, I wrote this shit down. Like like I was like, man, I wrote my notes down. I'm gonna kill this shit. I have it all written neatly. This shit doesn't. I, words are just in different orders. I don't I don't know what the fuck was wrong with me when I wrote this shit. So, so let me try that again. Meanwhile, another date card arrives. The con. Oh yeah, I see see I'm see I'm high and I see the word contents and I want to say contestants. Let me try that one oh, more time. Okay. Meanwhile, another date card arrives. The contents of which are read aloud by Rachel and her broad shoulders. It says something about lanes, and of course we all know where this is headed. In a surprising twist of fate, Katie gets the one-on-one and can barely contain her excitement. Cut to Heather Martin, who has been off campus in quarantine and living off of mineral water and crest white strips. (laughs) Moving on to the evening portion of the date, Matt is fully dipped head to toe, and apparently rode there on a steam engine as evidenced by his black leather driving gloves and maroon felt duster. The only thing missing is his top hat and cane. Underneath it is a gray suit that looks like it had a serious run-in with Harold and the purple crayon. (laughs) Piper looks fabulous in a black dress. Matt massages her knees while she talks about her mom. Realizing that a makeout sesh is imminent, Matt begins doing his lip yoga warmups. Piper's tears begin to flow, and Matt pulls his common ground move to alleviate her fears. Piper gets the rose, at which point they wander into another room and in classic Bachelor fashion are forced to awkwardly sway back and forth to a pop country band neither of them has ever heard of.
1: Oh my God, you've never heard of Temecula Road? Oh my
0: God, I have all their albums.
1: I know Temecula's in California.
0: It is, and it's a shame that, you know, there's probably a lot of terrible, like, new pop fucking country shit coming out of, uh, coming out of. California. Yeah. That sounds I, like that.
1: I wrote, I wrote. Surprise! Mm-hmm. Hot girls. I can't sing for shit. Even the best night ever. Last song on an indie record. No one's <laughs> heard. So good it hurts. You're the back row.
0: You know, Matt really seemed to love the fact that they were at the fair, which is a big deal here in North Carolina.
1: Yeah, he said that. And I was like, oh, yeah, I always hear people talking about this. It's called the State Fair. The
0: North Carolina State Fair. I was going to ask you if you've ever been. You obviously have never been. No. Yeah.
1: I would say you have to go. I mean, it's
0: it's not great, but it's just kind of like a thing you have to do.
1: I'm afraid of carnies. <laughs>
0: And Sm- I meant to ask where, small where, where, hands, <laughs> small smell hands. like cabbage. <laughs> where are all the carnies on this date? I'm like, how are you going to have a carnival with no carnies? I didn't see a single carny. No,
1: this was a self serve, self service carnival. They just got to jump over and take whatever who was, toys they
0: wanted. Okay. Oh, is that what they did. Well, who was yeah. running the? Who was controlling the sprayers? Who was who was setting up the sprayer?
1: You know, those people game. are off camera. I know. They I can't know. be having carnies up in there.
0: Well, somebody had to set that thing up. I don't just think they're, you're the average producer at ABC knows how to set up a fucking carnival.
1: Well, and also the um, <laughs> the like switch she turns on, which, by the way, leading up to that, that was cool. I mean, from the previews, I knew it was going to be a carnival, but I like how he... Like, walks up, and he makes her walk up with lanterns, and it's like really dark, and yeah, they no, have to like cool. flip it on. But there's no way she flips it on, and, and all the lights come on, and everything is. Yeah,
0: everything was going to that one switch they duct taped to a fucking tree. <laughs> yeah, no
1: way. No way. No how. They probably that was like, some good TV, though. Yeah, they like flipped it on, and they were like, wait a minute. And then, like, you slowly see. Yeah, all different the lights start popping on.
0: <laughs> Yeah, they're like, don't react until everything's on.
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> Bachelor massacre.
1: The the little um the dinner the dinner portion was really sweet. I definitely teared up when she was talking about her mom and how she feels like she can't make her proud. Um, cause that's tough shit, man. That's like that's real stuff. I would feel so, um, yeah. I can like she really opened up about that and uh. Yeah, so he, I think Matt played it played it safe. He was like, I'm always here for you. And, you know, he, he said well, all Sir the Matt things. Well, Sir Matt a lot loves
0: to reassure. You know, that's why I said he pulled the common ground card. He always finds a way to relate. He always yeah. finds a way to say, hey, I know exactly how you feel. And I'm not judging you for the way that you feel.
1: Yeah, yeah. He did a good job. I didn't, I feel like I didn't see real sparks between them. I didn't feel a lot of attraction. Even though he's definitely
0: attracted to her, though, or he wouldn't have gone and rammed his tongue down into mm, he wouldn't have gone and rammed his tongue into her mouth mid interview, which was something that was pointed out in some of the other recaps too. like, yo, like, what the fuck was he doing right there?
1: Yeah, that's true. Here's my my vibe with Matt is that he's not like a sexy dude. Like he's sexy because he's hot, but he does not exude sexuality. He's kind
0: of a goofball.
1: He's a goofball, but I don't think, like, this isn't a very sexy season. You know what I mean? Like, there's no, but there's no, like, crazy, you know, like, sometimes, like, people are sneaking into the room and they're sneaking off and they're, like, there's usually, like, one girl at this point that, like, is, like, a big sexual attraction. Like, for example. Okay,
0: right. I see what you mean. It's not Victoria a Victoria okay. F. Okay, right? I got you. I got you. Victoria right,
1: right, F. Right. was that girl that, like, everybody knew he was just, like, you know, he was
0: just gonna and, save her till the fantasy suite. Yeah,
1: he was like boner city for her, and then it was like over. But, uh, but yeah, like I feel like this isn't a really sexy season, and I think that's what's missing.
0: Well, you know, part of it is the it's the location because they are. I mean, there were so many fires. This episode, like it's starting to get cold out there.
1: Yeah, that's true. You know true. what I mean? Yeah. And
0: they're in this cold, probably drafty building because ABC is probably not paying to fucking heat the entire fucking complex. Yeah. So like it's probably drafty. It's probably cold. And they've they've been in the same place the whole time. Like, it's a fucking game changer. Oh, maybe game changer is not the word I'm looking for, but like think of like a typical season of The Bachelor, right? Mm-hmm. You, you you've been at this place for a little bit. You cut some fucking dead weight. Guess what, everybody? We're off to Denmark. Oh shit! I've never been to Europe, so everybody gets hyped because mm-hmm. even if they're getting rejected. They still get to travel. They yeah. still get to do some shit. And then you know what? You cut a, f- a few more people off. We're going to Fiji. They're in bikinis. They're on yeah, boats. Yeah, yeah. You know, they're fishing. They're looking at views. They're in at, hot tubs. Views. They're in Greece. They're in fucking Bangladesh. Like, I mean, I Bangladesh? About, <laughs> I don't know. They're in fucking... Uh, I ran out of places. They're in the Bahamas. You know, like they're in sexy locales doing sexy stuff. Yeah. Whereas they're just in like a cold, empty resort right now.
1: Yeah. Uh, not
0: even resort. Like what's the what's the like uh what's a resort in the woods? A resort?
1: A retreat? <laughs> a retreat. Not, a retreat now. It's not a resort. They're like
0: glamping right now. You know oh what I mean? Oh my god,
1: I know what you're thinking of a chateau. Now no. uh
0: It's fine. Maybe yeah. it's like a re- they're but basically they're glamping, you know? They're yeah. in the fucking woods and it's cold.
1: Yeah. I know. I know. Maybe that's what it is. I don't know. I still feel like it could be sexier. Uh,
0: yeah. Well, now that you pointed out, I see. I see what you mean. I mean, the girls are wearing; they're still wearing some pretty sexy stuff. There was a lot of plunging necklines in that in that uh, first cocktail party, and the girls were looking. They were looking good.
1: Yeah. No, they definitely. I mean, it's not about whether or not people look sexy because everybody right. on got the you. show is super I got hot.
0: You. But these girls all want to jump Matt's bones.
1: That's what I'm saying. But I'm not getting. You know, I don't know. Maybe they're maybe they're holding back because they're not sure. About him because he seems kind of
0: well. Maybe uptight. his prep, yeah, his his churchy preppy Republican vibe, yeah, makes them want to like act like. Because I swear when Matt said that prayer, like half the women there found God immediately. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like,
1: Amen, Hallelujah.
0: Yeah, they were like, Oh, oh, I think I might, I think I might pray tonight <laughs> for the first
1: time ever.
0: You know? So yeah, they might not know. They might not know what to do with him. Yeah. Yeah. I was surprised he could say Temecula Road. Not because I, I think anything about his anything about his intelligence, but like that's just a hard word to say, mm-hmm. especially uh to say the name of a band that you've never heard of before that moment. <laughs> you like you think that, like Matt could be a, the the world's most terrible trumper. I still don't think he's fucking bumping Temecula Road in his nah. fucking spare time. And Piper did not look enthused. She was like, I really gotta listen to this hey, shit. You nah. can see it on her face. Dude, well
1: they were terrible. And like dude,
0: like why is it always like dude what if you they had like the weekend or the dream or like they can't
1: afford that
0: but why is it always got to be like new country like i know
1: it's always i know
0: that that is the target audience for the bachelor Mm -hmm. but like this is an atypical season the bachelor has definitely been getting a little bit more like woke with some of their shit you know like let's get some different fucking at least bring out fucking brie and fucking chris again you know
1: oh i think they broke up no. Yeah. Well, I think they broke That was up. another
0: too good to be true kind of situation. Yeah.
1: Seems kind of <laughs> Seems like it was kind of calculated.
0: Sure. You know? Just for the record deal. Let's just stay together for the record well, deal. Well,
1: they sang so beautifully together, you they know? They were a good
0: team, I believe. I mean, they were the best team. They won. Mm, his all scarves,
1: man. Right. Right. <laughs> That's right. love his Chris scarves. and his
0: scarves, Matt and his turtlenecks.
1: Dude, Chris and his scarves reminds me of my tia, tia Marilene. She was like very fancy and always had a beautiful scarf.
0: And Chris reminds you of your aunt. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right. That's what a Tia is, yeah? Yeah. On tia, on tia. Yep, yep, yep. All right. Que bueno. We ready to move on? Do we. All right. The women show up overdressed for their, you guessed it, bowling date, which apparently also includes chicken wings. And I, for one, am in love. It's all fun and games until Chris comes through and turns it into a competition with the blue team against the pink team. The winners get to hang with Matt and the losers get to walk back home in the rain. The pink team wins and the blue team limps home. For the evening portion of the date, Matt comes in looking like Mr. Rogers, but the extremely tropical shirt peeking out from under his sweater lets the ladies know he is ready to have fun, aka make out with every single one of them. The women all look amazing. Back at the house, the losers all look sad, but wait, what's this? Another random card has arrived, and guess what? Matt feels bad about sending the losing girls home, so he invites them to come back to the lounge behind the bowling alley. The date continues. Matt lays it on as thick, spelled with two C's, as he possibly can, and Michelle gets the rose.
1: Mm Mm-hmm. My girl, Michelle. Yeah, okay. Dude, she killed You're Mich- it. You're
0: a Michelle fan. That was, I mean, she deserved the rose.
1: Did you see all the strikes she hit?
0: <laughs> I mean, I don't trust anything with the editing on this show.
1: Yeah, but she just seems like she was actually getting those strikes. I,
0: I tell you what, I know they're fucking sore because I know how I feel after going bowling. I fucking hurt. And I suck. And I like to try to like do well. And mm-hmm. I know those girls all wanted to win and they were probably chucking those fucking balls. And yeah. I guarantee they all the next day are going to be ringing out. They're fucking dislocated shoulders (laughs)
1: i'm terrible at bowling me too i fucking suck i'm nothing but gutter balls like it's so bad
0: yeah i'm I'm pretty much the same
1: i usually bowl with two hands granny style
0: i will do that sometimes just to guarantee the possibility of it maybe going straight down the fucking lane
1: yeah 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 Uh, i like bowling though i love i love the activity of bowling i love snacks you know i like uh
0: the snack what are the snacks at the bowling well you said wings but, right. Well, that, I mean, that's in this version. I've never eaten wings oh, at the I bowling like, alley before. Well, Drank a lot of beer and eaten a lot of chips, you know, the vending machine, but. Well,
1: okay. Maybe because I go to bougie. Uh bougie bowling yeah, alleys. Yeah, we're talking about like
0: New York, like hipster bowling alleys. New
1: York and then there's uh probably
0: there's, Miami too. There's one
1: in Miami that's really nice. And yeah. they have You're going like... to like
0: the Silver Spot Theater of bowling alleys.
1: Exactly. <laughs> yeah. They got like nice like appetizers. And <laughs> yeah,
0: like, of course. Like
1: crafted cocktails.
0: Get some appetizers at the bowling lazy.
1: Yeah, man. But um but yeah, I mean Pink Team won, they slayed you know, Chelsea was talking so much about how she was finally, like, excited to get some, you know, good one-on-one time because she thought it was just going to be the four of them and then was sadly disappointed when all the other girls showed up.
0: Yeah, I have Chelsea bummed in my notes.
1: I'm really digging his connection with Michelle. Um, I like it. I think they definitely have something something going there. But I'm so – I just need to say again, like, Brie, man, where's Brie? Like, did you see her little socks she was wearing?
0: No, I didn't notice dude, that. Dude, she had
1: such a cute little like California skater dude style. Everybody she are you these, talking about like, at the
0: bowling alley? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah,
1: she had these like high blue like uh, like mid calf like bl- black socks and little sneakers. She looks so cute. I'm like, I'm going to be I could be best friends with Bree. She
0: might not <laughs> She might not be uh aggressive enough and that might also be why she's not getting any screen time cuz she's just maybe kind of kind of boring.
1: Maybe maybe I think maybe she's the sexy one. I feel like that's the one that's given him sexy vibes, and maybe we're just not seeing it.
0: Okay, i um, I'm not. I don't know if I'm with you on that one, but uh, I will. We shall see. I mean, Brie is sticking around, but mm-hmm. she's not. You know, she must not be doing. An, I mean, if Brie was even being secretly sexy, I feel like they would be editing some mm-hmm. sexiness into the into the show to let us know, yeah, that she was sexing.
1: Oh my god, I have to tell you, I also wrote something about Rachel having some broad ass shoulders. Oh, you did? Yeah, literally. Rachel has some broad shoulders. <laughs> when, did
0: you, <laughs> when did you write that? Where in the where in your notes?
1: Um, was when, it when she, when, she got when the day card? She, got she the card, the was date like card, yeah. She had like
0: a cute little sweatsuit on or like sweat, you it know, it was like a
1: tie-dye yeah, like, set Like yeah. shorts
0: and top, whatever, but it was kind of V neck and I was like, Bro, are you on the swim team? Like you are looking tough right yeah. now. Yeah.
1: And her head looks so small. I
0: think that's what it is, is that maybe like her head purported because she looks good we both think she's hot but she's like bored. her shoulders were looking massive in that um in that outfit and i think i had noticed that um before and she also has a very strong uh neck i have good thing that matt didn't bowl because he would have split his jeans his fucking light <laughs> denims were like straight painted on um matt looks bored when he talks to Jacinia, even yeah. though it looks like from the tra- the the preview of next episode it looks like they they have some fun together, maybe. It looks yeah. like they're, they're flirting and, and making out. But he looks bored when he talks to her.
1: Because she's not very exciting.
0: They tongue down during the wedding the wedding uh date or when everybody was wearing the wedding gowns oh when, yeah yeah you know, yeah she i think was the first one to like make a bold move on that date so yeah. she tongued him down and then that's when victoria was like oh sad, i need to bleh, and fucking <laughs> just remember victoria traipsing up like i mean she looked oh, like she was wasted God. when she walked up she's yeah. just was, like flinging her fucking self all over the place uh serena p also reminded matt that she's fallen for him in case he had forgotten it was cute though. She I think, was
1: really cute.
0: I think he's into her, and we're that's definitely one that we're maybe not seeing as much yeah. of. Um That'll so be a
1: hometown for sure.
0: They did make the post uh the post credit scene together, which was really cute. And Matt had a nice little fucking front little jump kick, little oh, jump yeah. front kick. Yeah. But the whole setup with the pillow, that whole thing was really was really cute. That was funny. Moving on. The next day, we see Heather again, still losing her mind in her motel room, balancing a pizza on her head and calling Matt's name out her open window. Matt is ready for his date with Katie, dressed all in black, looking like a sexy burglar out to steal some more turtlenecks from your sweater drawer. <laughs> but before his friend’s zone date with Katie, Matt has a date with his one true love, Tyler C. They make out—I'm uh, sorry, I mean play pool— And Matt looks like he has spent about as much time at the billiard table as he has spent with charcuterie boards. Tyler looks sleepily handsome as usual, and his eyebrows are out of control. Matt then meets Katie for their spa date, but, oh, no, Katie, don't think you are about to be pampered. Tyler C. is actually going to be getting a massage, and you and Matt will be pranking him by talking to his masseuse via a hidden microphone and having her mess with Tyler. This is actually a really cool idea for a date, but somehow only seems to ram home the friend zone vibes. They proceed to fuck with Tyler, and I actually laughed out loud quite a few times, and I wasn't even stoned. At the end, Matt comes in and oils up Tyler's back for a second, and it's apparent he has better chemistry with Tyler than with most of the girls in the house. On to the evening portion of the date, Matt comes through, dressed like a loaded hot dog, wearing a navy blue (coughs) jacket. Katie cleans up nice, as I have mentioned before, but she shows up wearing pants instead of a sexy dress with the girls out, which is not how you get a rose, honey. The set is nice, and the convo seems to go fine, but I notice that Matt is not flexing his lips, so I know what is coming. Matt says he needs to follow his heart, which is already back with all the other faces he'd rather be eating. Katie does not get the rose.
1: He teases her, too. Damn, Katie! He picks up the rose, and he's like, no, 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 not for you.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. You know, I hate to say this. Tell me what you think about this. At the end of the day, Matt is out of Katie's league. Beyond. Okay, we agree. I mean, Katie, I mean, God bless her for, you know, going for it and for all that she brought. And she does clean up nice. She's actually a lot sexier than I thought she was. Um, She's probably mildly cool, but she just is nowhere near at the level that type of woman that Matt would, like, seriously shack up with.
1: She needs, like, a... Like, she should date an anesthesiologist, you know? Galaxy Joe? Oh, shit. Yeah. That could be a good match.
0: Th- that would be interesting. That would be interesting. Well, because
1: they're both witty. Because she's smart. She's, like, quick-witted.
0: You know, Katie. Katie's the kind of girl that, like, Matt, like... I might edit oh, this part out, but, Ch- like...
1: John, we said Galaxy Joe. No one's going to know who's cute, <laughs> who Galaxy Joe
0: is. I know, but that's fine. That'll be our own <laughs> private little joke. Um... Katie's the kind of girl that like Matt would like hook up with one time like when he was drunk and then she would like never leave him alone for like the next six months because she thought it actually meant something.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: And I mean as a guy who's like been there in her position before, like I know how that feels so I feel like I can say that. But like, yeah, Katie just – she's just not on his level, man.
1: Yeah, she's that annoying friend that doesn't get it when the guy's just not that into her and like you are kind of don't want to tell her that because you don't want to hurt her feelings but you're just kind of like – I don't know why he's not texting you back or why he doesn't say he wants to hang out again. I don't know. Yeah, it was depressing, but I, lo- I loved how they were kind of like, JK, this is an Impractical Jokers <laughs> style date. You're just going to, you know. Tell this lady I love the
0: Impractical... We've never talked about Impractical Jokers.
1: Yes, I think we have. That's like
0: my favorite shit ever. I haven't watched it in so long, but it was literally my favorite TV show.
1: So I have a friend that was a producer on that show.
0: Oh my God. Mm -hmm. I don't don't know
1: if he still is, but he definitely was on it for a while.
0: I mean, that show just... It's so fucking good. It's not that good. It's so fucking good. I've, I just love the guys. I don't even care about the, the things they're doing. I just love the characters so dude, much. Dude,
1: I tried. I've tried watching it. They keep saying
0: how that one guy looks like Rosie O'Donnell. <laughs> 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 and Saul's a germaphobe. Anyway, Sal, excuse me, Sal. Sal's a germaphobe. Yeah. But anyway. Um,
1: so yeah, Katie, they're one-on-one. It's fine. Did you think she was going to get the rose? No.
0: You knew that she wouldn't get it. I knew she wouldn't I was hoping she would get it. I really wanted her to get it. Really? Yeah, I mean, because Katie, Katie believes. But it's a different belief than Victoria. You know, Victoria has always believed. Yeah. But I feel like Katie, I feel like Katie got just enough of a taste. Yeah. She thought, maybe, just maybe.
1: That's <laughs> how <laughs> so we're going to start doing this.
0: Yeah. Hold on, let me... Do you think I could do ASMR rubbing my beard on the microphone?
1: Yeah. Oh, I'm, I'm asleep. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. I mean, there's really not much to say about Katie. Let's. uh.
0: We can move on. Tyler, Tyler, I think, should grow some of his chest hair out because he was a little too hairless. And I did like when Tyler came bopping in for his massage and he had like his hood on and some like bright white sneakers. I yeah, was like, yeah. Tyler
1: is me. <laughs> <laughs> I am Tyler Oh I do have to say though I noticed this when they were playing pool They have the exact same placement of dimples
0: Oh my god And they're those
1: long dimples That kind of go down your face You mean creases? Yeah I guess they're like <laughs> dimples slash creases I don't know But they're like in the exact Crimples? Yeah and they're like they're, Their heads are shaped the same
0: Dude that's why they're in love with each other they Because like, they look the same They
1: look the same They like, look at each
0: other and they, they're in love Those guys are in love. You think those guys ever got wasted and boned?
1: Definitely not. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe they cross swords a little bit. I
0: wrote down, Katie thinks he won't lead you on. And in her case, she's right because (laughs) he kicks her to the fucking curb.
1: (laughs) Arrivederci.
0: Adios, amiga. On to our second cocktail party of the, I wrote of the evening. I meant to write of the episode. I really like how I thought I wrote these notes all classy and I totally (laughs) fucked them up. But first off, we see Heather donning what I can only describe as a sparkly wedding gown with no veil. There is a very extended shot of her toes as she slowly slips on her clear pumps, clearly an appeal to all the foot fetish viewers at home. Back at Nima Colon, the women are all excited for a chill cocktail party, which we know is about to be anything but. Matt comes out in a proper tux looking like Bond. Matt James Bond. (laughs) Rachel hands him a drink. She has no doubt dropped at least one weed gummy into. <laughs> Heather struggles to get the revolving door open as the women gasp at the sight of her. Oh, oh, oh! Who is it? Who is it? Who what is, is it? that? I'm freaking out. Sit down. She breezes by them with a slight wave before taking what Chelsea describes as a hard left. <laughs> She interrupts Matt's alone time with Piper, who is immediately forgotten, as Matt does a bunch of nervous laughs to cover the boner he just popped. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Hi, it's nice to meet you. <laughs> oh my God. What Hi. the heck?
0: Piper storms out to alert the other girls that shit is indeed on. What the Matt definitely knows who Heather is and wraps her up in one of his full body hugs. The girls immediately mobilize, ready to shut down this new threat as the episode comes to an end.
1: This Beach.
0: What's up? What do we think about Heather? I mean... I like her.
1: I know you just like because her. I liked
0: her on Colton season because I just she's just cute and her hair is always just wisping around and she's got a nice smile
1: she's got super sparkly eyes
0: she's she's she looks like not the brightest pencil in the pencil case, but <laughs> she's got she's got a thing you know like she probably lights up the room when she walks in the room because yeah. she's just she is just a b- bottle of bubbles,
1: yeah yeah and she's gorgeous oh she's hot. She's gorgeous. Yes, we all know this. And she's, you know, very lighthearted, but she has no business being there. Yeah.
0: What do we think about that? I mean, part of me, I don't want to be that guy that's like, ah, we need to trust the process and you can't, you can't in, throw any monkey wrenches into the game, you know, because, you know, they've been doing this show. This is the 25th, 25th? The mm, 25th. I think so, yeah fucking season of the show like you can't make it the same every time right but it is it is kind of like bro like what are we doing here like yeah what how can you just you're just gonna add girls forever
1: yeah you're running out of ideas but here's my thing do you think that hannah knowing and having been through the process would have done that to her friend
0: that hannah b
1: yeah. Would have told
0: Heather, like, you should
1: You should go. It's like, dude Dude, Hannah B don't give a fuck.
0: Yeah, but Hannah B's
1: the shit. She's fierce. She's Hannah B.
0: Yeah,
1: but maybe maybe that's what she thought. Maybe so like if I'm Hannah B and I'm roll it up and I know that I'm gonna about to come up on all these women that are gonna instantly hate me, Hannah B's probably like, oh I got that. Like yeah. I can handle that. Oh, I don't but, give a shit. Yeah, but
0: Heather is not as tough as but Hannah B. Heather
1: is not a tough she's she's soft, you know. So, I'm what, and you know, the the preview shows her crying her eyes out saying like, oh my God, I didn't know it was going to be this bad and blah, blah, blah. I'm like, what the fuck did you think was going to happen? You think that you were going to come up and all these girls were going to welcome you with open arms?
0: Yeah, maybe she thought because she is, she's been on the franchise that like she would get some kind of respect or something. I don't know. It's, what, what was she thinking?
1: I don't know. I have no idea.
0: Well, if she was thinking, I just really want to meet. Matt then she would indeed (coughs) she would indeed be there for the right reasons because what the other girls think doesn't matter if you're there just for Matt
1: right that's true because
0: they make it a point on this show that you have to be willing to suffer for love. Right. You know, like you have to be willing to go through all the hazing and all the other bullshit because you are so dead focused mm-hmm. on finding love with The Bachelor or The Bachelorette that none of that other stuff matters. Yeah. You know, like it's all this is like a proving ground. You have to have tough skin to make it to the end.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And I'm wondering because I don't think I saw her in the preview for the next episode not in that dress. You know what I mean?
0: They they didn't show her. And I thought the same thing. I was yeah. like, did Heather get fuck, did she not even make it? But if they would have showed her, then that would have removed the suspense of knowing what right. happens next.
1: Do we think that Matt's going to keep her? Yes. You really? You think he's going to keep her?
0: Yeah, there's there's definitely a couple girls worth exchanging over her. I mean, Serena C, who by the way looked fabulous a couple times at mm-hmm. both cocktail parties. Dude, she had this red lipstick on at the second one. She looked yeah. great. She's got some big full lips, but they look uh natural to me. Yeah. Um, she's very pretty, but and by the way, I also give Serena C the fucking the hot takes award because all her little takes though, where she's like, mm, I am ready for daddy. Like she's always like <laughs> saying little stuff like that to the side. But I think that Serena C could be exchanged. Uh, who would you exchange for Heather? Anyone? If you were going to exchange someone,
1: um, who's Think of this as like a
0: football team. Who would you switch out? Who would you trade? Uh,
1: who would you
0: trade for Heather? Ch-
1: ch- 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 Chelsea.
0: You would trade Chelsea for Heather. Yeah. Because you think Chelsea's mean.
1: I don't like Chelsea. Yeah, they yeah. don't
0: have a strong. They don't have a strong connection either. I think no. you think she's really pretty. And she's a
1: fucking model. She's like gorgeous, but
0: yeah, her personality has not come through as being that phenomenal.
1: No, and a lot of the things she's said has have been kind of negative. And I don't, I wouldn't describe her as toxic, but she does say things that are not nice a lot. She's not funny. She's not coming. She's not just uh, you know, there's no like, there's no funny girl this season.
0: Who's the funny girl? I think Katie was supposed to be the funny girl when she came through. By the way, shout out to Matt for referring to her vibrator as cactus sized.
1: Oh, yeah. Because
0: that was not, because whenever I see the ones that big, I'm always just like, man, that's fucking, it's kind of big, you know? I'm yeah. like, is that just, that's just what she's used to, huh? I remember the first time I had a girl come over and bring like a thing. Mm-hmm. Like this was in like early 2000s, and a girl was like, oh, I'll bring my bring my vibrator over and I was like cool man this is my first time that like yeah there's gonna be like a sex toy involved with me and my and I hadn't been dating her for very long and uh she pulled this thing out and it was fucking huge <laughs> and I feel like we had we I don't even know if we'd had much we had had sex but we had not had much sex and I was like holy shit like is that what the fuck like am I supposed to am I supposed to live up to this thing yeah this thing's fucking huge so That's, I just thought it was funny that Matt uh, called it uh, cactus sized. Yeah, I'll probably edit that part out.
1: No, no, I liked it. <laughs> um,
0: anyway, uh, okay. So Serena, C, Chelsea. I mean, yeah, it's going to be interesting. I mean, Heather's definitely going to go to the rose ceremony. What if Heather just cries and quits?
1: Nah, I think I think she's going to stick it out. She had she had to know that it was going to be hard, right? She had to know she was going to experience, you know, a lot of. I'm not going to say hate, but, you know, a lot of shade, a lot of yeah. shade, you know,
0: shade. It's shady up in it's there. It's
1: going to be real shady for her. She yeah. needs to turn the lights on.
0: <laughs> yeah. uh, well, the, but then that'll cast shadows. Maybe she needs to turn the lights off. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we'll work. We'll work, on, a second. we'll work on that joke. I like it when Serena P says that she's going to be rageful.
1: Oh man, I didn't like that. I didn't like that side of her. It came out. But like, she
0: said it sounds silly. and I'm like, rageful. That's not even a
1: word. I know. I don't think it is. I do have to say though, some some snippets they showed of some of the girls getting real nasty. I'm like, ooh, we're seeing some claws come out now.
0: Yeah, it's gonna happen. It's yeah. gonna happen. Bachelor massacre. In closing,
1: she's a little cunty.
0: You know, isn't it crazy? Now that Victoria's gone, we didn't even use that. We didn't no. even use that one time. Yeah. Didn't even like feel like we needed to.
1: No more cunties. We're that's free cr- of cunties. Wow,
0: that's crazy. I'll miss that pad though. I'll have to find ways to uh have to find ways to work it in. Um at any point uh during the show, did you find yourself saying I
1: get the tingles in a silly place? No. I gotta say, Matt's starting to bore me.
0: Yeah, he's a little boring. And I'm like, I feel like Matt cares more about his outfits than like, you know, like doing, like, a good job on the show at this point. Like, he's just there to, like, alleviate fears. Yeah. Suck face and dress well. He's and, like, so, that's pretty much it.
1: He's just trying to be so perfect that it's like, come on, dude, let's let's show some flaws, right? Yeah, let's
0: see, like, a little bit more personality.
1: Let's see the dirty, the dirty yeah. stuff. Show me the dirty stuff.
0: He's kind of funny, like, at times. But, yeah, it this is a very prim and proper episode. It's a mm-hmm. lot of, like, good-looking people having, like, good-looking conversations. And then, like... Some drama on the side mm-hmm. and it's funny I mean you know with Victoria gone I mean we we still had plenty to talk about but Victoria really was something to talk about you know mm-hmm. like um, Reba McIntyre
1: yeah she gave us something to talk about
0: um, I'm <laughs> trying to think of uh, if at any point um, during the show did I say I was hard and honestly Rachel's shoulders no I mean I don't dislike shoulders Rachel's hot um, uh, Serena P's cute. I like her, but yeah, I don't know. Rachel had some like leather pants on and during the bowling scene and I feel like she was like on the ground. Oh yeah. Kind of looked good. I don't know. Yeah, I guess it wasn't
1: be- a lot of, maybe that's why I'm feeling like there wasn't a lot of sexy going on in well, this season. yeah, no season. tingles for you. No and sexy this, this episode. They
0: showed Matt with his shirt off a lot in the earlier episodes, which yeah. seemed to get you going pretty good.
1: Oh, yeah, I mean. It's
0: probably too cold to take your shirt off outside anymore, and they haven't found out an excuse for him to take off his shirt inside. They
1: make actors do it all the time. Well, Matt's not an actor. That's okay. We're all actors in the play of life. Who the f- are these random ass hoes?